This is Spanish from Scratch, episode 16. Yes. <laughs> Hola, Liz. Hola, Rob. ¿Qué más? ¿Cómo vas? Muy bien, muy bien. ¿Qué tal tu día? Muy bueno. ¿Sí? Muy soleado. Yes. It was a very sunny day. I feel like it was the first day of sun after an eternal winter here in uh, London. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what are we going to look at today? We are going to find out a bit about a verb. Yeah, a, very, a verb. <laughs> a very important verb, which we haven't seen so far. And it's going to be a short podcast, just focus on this one verb, which is... A ver. A ver. So before we come on to that, though, we'll just do a little bit of review just from the last podcast when we talked about transport. So, how do you say we are on our way? Nosotros estamos en camino. Right? And do you always need nosotros? No, we don't normally use. No. But you said, how do you say... How we... <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you need we in English. <laughs> right. But, but, but the, the nosotros don't... is optional, isn't it? Exactly. So Estamos en camino. Yeah. Estamos en camino. We're on our way. Can you remember the two verbs which mean to walk? Caminar. What else? And the other one? A ver. Andar. Andar, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, obvious, obvious. <laughs> so, caminar, andar. And if you remember, they both mean to walk, but andar has a really wide range of uses alongside to walk. can be quite, quite a few metaphorical uses. So, if I said, como andas, what does that mean? How is it going? How's it going? How are you doing? How are you walking? Uh, and you could say... Todo anda bien. Todo anda bien. Literally, everything walks well or everything's going fine. And finally, let's just review the types of transport. So, I'll say the English and you can say the Spanish. So, car. Carro. Or... Coche. Right, and I actually found out the other day, this is interesting, mm -hmm. that carro is the original, comes from the Latin term, oh. which means cart, but coche, which is what they say in Spain, do you know what language that comes from? No. <laughs> it actually comes from Hungarian. Ah, coche. Yeah, exactly, it comes from, it's called coxi, I think the word, I don't know if you're, I'm pronouncing uh, it right. See. We got the pure exactly. Spanish name. So, <laughs> so carro in Latin America, is actually the older original term. Well, I suppose a car is a modern invention anyway. But... And in Latin, how was? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Latin, the Romans didn't have cars. So. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about bus? Bus. Or which, and the full term is autobus ah, autobus autobus is the full word but most people at least in colombia say bus bus great well let's move on anyway so a quick review from our last podcast 
So we're going to look at this verb today, abed. First of all, how do you spell it? In English or in Spanish? Tell us in Spanish. H A B E R. Right. So that was H A B E R. So habed. What you may have guessed by now is that the H, if it starts a word, is not pronounced. Mm -hmm. So, for example, how do you say today? Oi. Oi. And the spelling is H-O-Y. It's a similar case there. You don't pronounce the H. So, abed. So, what does it mean? Yeah. There is, there are. Mm, no? Yes. Okay. Actually, this is what's known as an auxiliary verb. So, we have the same in English when we say, for example, I have eaten. So, eat is the main verb, but have is what's known as an auxiliary verb. It doesn't mean have like possession. And abed is the Spanish version of that auxiliary verb. So a verb which on its own doesn't necessarily have a meaning. However, one of its really common uses is with I. I, right. So I, H-A-Y, comes from abed. Mm. And what does I mean again? There is, there are. There is or there are. So abed is probably the most common verb because it's used in lots of different contexts and conjugations and it has a wide range of meanings. So we've got I from abed. Let's look at another use. How could you say you have to? Like you have to do something. Tienes que hacer algo. Tienes que hacer algo. So that tener que construction, hopefully you can remember, means to have to. So with that in mind, what could this mean? Tiene que haber. Tiene que haber. So haber, which is this new verb we're looking at. Tiene que haber. Any idea what that could mean? It have to be something. Right. <laughs> not not mm, almost. You said it. It's uh, there. So there has oh, to be. You're testing me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, everyone's learning here. <laughs> So, tiene que haber means there has to be. So, give us a couple of examples here. Tiene que haber algo. Tiene que haber algo. So, algo meaning something. Tiene que haber algo. There has to be something. Tiene que haber una tienda por aquí. Right. So, una tienda. What's that? A shop. A shop. And por aquí, around here. So, tiene que haber una tienda por aquí. Means? There has to be a shop around here. There has to be a shop around here. Mm -hmm. And what about one more example, maybe? Tiene que haber un bus. Right. Tiene que haber un bus. There has to be a bus. So, this construction we're looking at, tiene que haber, do you use that a lot? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Lot, it's yeah. a really nice construction. You hear it all the time. And it's the grammar, I guess, is quite complex because you've got mm -hmm. all these different verbs. But just remember, tiene que haber. No, so because the verb is always in infinitive. Yeah. So I was thinking at the beginning we didn't conjugate. We didn't. No. Conjugate. Very good. Conjugate. Conjugate. This verb, haber. So I was mm -hmm. thinking just, but in this case, it's always in infinitive. 
tiene que haber. In this case, yeah. This We case. will look at it a bit further down the line when it's conjugations, but here's a nice first use of it. Tiene que haber, there has to be. So you can use that with all sorts. So if you're kind of looking for something, you say, ¿Dónde está...? Eh, un cajero. ¿Dónde está un cajero? Tiene que haber un cajero. En there el centro comercial. Yeah, like, there must be. So, just before we move on, with haber, what I found is that Spanish, native Spanish speakers, uh, seem to get confused between two words. So, haber and haber. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, all one right. is... No, no. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> one is H-A-B-E-R, mm -hmm. which we've been looking at. And the other one is A, next word, B-V-E-R. -E oh. So that means literally to see. Abed, Abed, let's see. Mm -hmm. So I often see people write, native Spanish speakers will write Abed with an H. So the verb we've been looking at, they'll put A-V-E-R. Yeah. And it's quite funny. <laughs> it sounds identical. It does sound identical. There's exactly. no difference in the sound. But it's the way how you'd write. But yeah, the spelling mm -hmm. and the meaning is different. It's different. So you, you could say, a ver, a ver. Like, let's see, let's see. Mm -hmm. But tiene que haber means there has to be. So there we go. A quick introduction to haber, a very useful verb, which we will see in later podcasts. And you will hear all the time. 